Thank you for having me in your <laughs> Lotus Den shop that you've just opened. Kelly Woods, you beautiful motherfucker. You feel like family. <laughs> Ever since I met you four years ago in St. Lucia with mm-hmm. Evelyn, who was on two podcasts ago, I have, we've, we've just been family. Yes. It, it, just, it just feels like proper friends. You know that, that friends that you talk about where you just want to support, want to help? We've got the same frequency. We do. <laughs> we, we really, really do. I'm thankful you're here. Yeah. All the way from Australia. Came out here just to help you. Help I you love you. That's so awesome. It's been a, a great time having you. Like, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Like you said, always, we are mm. very vibrant together. Mm-hmm. We uh, come out musically strong together. It's dangerous. <laughs> Walking in the streets. We rap all the time. <laughs> I love that about us. Okay, yes. But you've had quite a journey, like, you get thrown challenges, but you overcome them. You you create businesses. This is you started a business a shop seventeen years ago, right? And this is yes. the seven- seventeen years ago. I had a. I was twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> I am now thirty seven. I have no problem sharing my age. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yes, I had a store called um, Honeydew Women's Boutique, and it was pretty awesome. I opened three days after September eleventh. Mm. when that happened here in America, right? Mm. So my store was opening three days after that. Could you imagine the feeling? Mm. Uh, Thinking people may not show up because a lot of people were sad, Uh, but it was a beautiful turnout. And I've always been an entrepreneur, mostly real estate investments. And then I stumbled upon crystals and now I'm here and I have a whole world of crystals around me. And it's pretty awesome. And it's a healing space. So you want to do meditations, you want to do um, other kind of like acupuncture probably and different types of... Definitely Reiki, chakra balancing, Mm -hmm. um, just a lot of teaching. I want this to be a space where people can come and learn if they have no idea what a mineral stone or crystal, you know, is. I would like to um, enhance their mind with what's you know how to just vibrate higher Mm -hmm. you know we all want to vibrate higher so it's that it's a lot of that frequency because you've what i loved about this particular space is that you did a you know you traveled the world from you know morocco israel morocco morocco (laughs) (laughs) egypt uh thailand i've been to a lot of cool places i definitely er encourage and urge people to travel Mm. Find some way, save some money, $20, you know, 20 pounds, whatever you call the money, uh, save it. You know, you like to get out into the world, you meet beautiful people like yourself. Um, Had I not traveled to St. Lucia to visit Evelyn, we would have never connected. Right. You were if you had not left Australia to go there, we would have never connected. And what a beautiful connection we now have, right? Isn't it? And so it's crazy it's to think crazy. you come from such different parts of the world, yeah. but yet we just, you, you just get along so yeah. effortlessly. So I think that a part of my travels, I, you know, learn so much about different people and cultures. And it's like a lot of people don't travel. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wanted to collect things that symbolize peace and higher vibration mm-hmm. along with my stones and mm-hmm. healing process. Mm-hmm. Uh, to people who did not travel Mm. and hopefully I can encourage people to travel travel is a must yes and I love how you've embedded that within this shop because every item you've got in here is collected pretty much from somewhere handpicked I have now new connections with beautiful souls who create and Mm. they don't have what you would call a brick and mortar shop where they can have a retail space to sell these things. They're selling their markets. Mm. They're hand created, you know? So it's like, you want to bring that back to the other side Mm. of the world where Mm. maybe 
somebody who'll never go to Tel Aviv, Israel, mm. right? Which mm. is also amazing. Mm. I've heard. I've Big really, ups really to Tel Aviv, <laughs> Israel. <laughs> yes, for sure. It's an amazing place. What's been some challenges in opening this particular shop? <laughs> doing it alone um, I definitely had a lot of beautiful souls to assist me in the things that they could but when you are creating something new and you don't even know really what you're doing you know I'm, I'm an entrepreneur but when you face something new it's like whoa this is it was a passion for me crystals not that I ever thought I would open up an actual store right so I think that was my challenge, uh, just trying to get everything together, personalize it, make sure that I was giving details, you know, to mm -hmm. what it is that I'm doing and not just opening up a store and having mm -hmm. things and not giving detailed information about it. Mm -hmm. So that was a, uh, one of my biggest challenges. And, uh, but I love challenges exactly. because without them, how would I know to do better? Exactly. Let me just, um, yeah. Pause. <laughs> I'm a oh, I love you, Jeremy. This is awesome. It's my first podcast. <laughs> and, and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> and personal challenges. Like, what's the... You, you've been throwing some curveballs, right? I know this. <laughs> but I think that stuff's really important yeah. in, in sharing because it's... You, you know, your heart went into this shop and yeah. you, you, the universe chucks your problems and... It's all part of kind of... The growth. What, yeah. Part of the growth and kind of getting deserving power for being a vessel, holding a space to heal people. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of challenges in my personal life where I lost my mother last year, my best friend. That mm. was uh, my everything. So I spent so much time with her and, and I think that's really what brought me to this space of having this crystal stores because I watched my mother suffer for a year. And, you know, yeah, you have your modern day medicine. And even though I knew so much about crystals, I just, I, I couldn't figure it out. But I decided, you know what, I want to assist people in extras. You have your modern day medicine, but let's go to our ancient medicine. And so that was a personal challenge. And I think it pushed me to want to help other people who may have a mother, a father, aunt, sister, brother, I mean, people affected by a dis-ease, you know, and that was my toughest, toughest life challenge, but it was also a beautiful growth because my mother is always with me. I mm. smell her, which is weird. I, it's not weird, it's beautiful. I smell mm. her, like, in a lot of crazy places. Um, I get symbolization from orange uh, butterflies often, and I know it's her, and um, it's just a beautiful thing because it, it brought me to a new space and I, it helped me grow within myself and learn more about myself. Mm. How do you struggle with losing a parent or not struggle, but how do you survive when you lose something so close to you? And to me, my thing was she wanted to live, so why would I give up? I must live for her. So taking that personal hiccup, if you will, uh, and it turned into a beautiful space because she's here with me in spirit form. So technically, I didn't lose her. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, technically, you're 50% of her. Yeah, <laughs> no, straight up. You are her. Yeah, yeah. She was an awesome woman. She For all the things you've said about her, yeah. I wish I met her. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Um, what, how, do you, how do you contend with the, that process? Can you talk us a bit through the, you know, what, what is... Yeah, just how you contend with losing. Because your mother is, there's no one on the planet that's closer to you. You are a part of her. Yeah. Every person that has a mother, regardless of their relationship status with their, because we're human. Mm. 
you were you came from that person like that person carried you for as long as they carried you right mm -hmm. i think um with my stones uh with meditation um with talking myself through it uh i cope right mm -hmm. every day is a challenge especially with doing this story because she would have been a big part of this. She would have been here through every step, making sure I had what I needed, knowing I had no employees, because I have no employees right now. <laughs> uh, so that was a challenge, but had she been here, she would have helped us. So there's been days in this process that I've cried, but that's a beautiful thing because it's like I'm releasing that tension and I'm able to breathe and say, you know, mm. she's with me mm. and she will be very proud of me. So I think, um, just talking it out and not holding it in mm. it has helped me mm. no matter what the challenge may be, whether it's been, you know, having difficulties in personal relationships with friends, lovers, whatever it may be, people. Um, I have to stop and say, well, what what am I to learn from this, mm. you know, that's coming to me? So I kind of do that. I mm. think that helps me. Mm. And I also talk to a spiritual reader. <laughs> she is my guide. What's her uh, name? Uh, Mercy. Mercy. She'll probably kill me if she ever watched this. One. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's one thing I've definitely noticed in your capability is being able to overcome challenge in a really, really positive way. Like you see you see it as an opportunity to grow. You see it as an opportunity to expand. And you also allow yourself to feel it, which yeah. I think is super important in processing difficulty and not getting in that little terrible pocket of victim mentality and kind of seeing the, yeah, seeing it as opportunity, which yeah, is... Yeah, versus making it you getting depressed mm. or, you know, um, saying, whoa, it's me. What am I to do? Like, mm. you know, just being... Uh, negative with yourself. Um, do you want to pause it? <laughs> That's the call, yeah. yeah, my dad's on the call. Uh, sorry, sorry, folks. I must go open the door for my father because he will get crazy. <laughs> Show him. Because how do we come back from that? <laughs> Overcoming or seeing seeing the positives and being thankful for the, the challenges. It's <laughs> <Is> something <laughs> which is <laughs> an interjection. Timing. Yeah, timing. Perfect timing, right? Um, <clears throat> you must stay calm. <laughs> no, seriously. Because if you allow yourself to react instead of respond, mm. you're going to get a different outcome. Mm. And instead, you think that you may be telling a person, you know, how you feel and it may come off wrong because of the moment the energy is heightened. So I'm learning that instead of reacting to that, that vibration that's coming strong, because we're energy beings, right? So if somebody comes to you with some sort of energy that is like overpowering, you're gonna wanna challenge that energy back with, you know, some more. Mm. But instead of reacting, respond. Take some deep breaths, because they really help. My friends can contest, I say this all the time, because I have to do it. Mm. If I believe for myself, if you take deep breaths, 
it relaxes you again. It'll calm you down and you'll think, you know, rationally versus just mm. irrationally and mm. trying to, you know, push that force that you have to let it hit you. Mm. Right. Mm. And then you just respond calm. Beautiful. So I think that helps me. Yeah. And you yeah. did, you do that. Like I saw you do that on the night of the launch when you, your system. So you opened, opened the other day for like a yeah, soft Saturday. lunch for family and friends. Yeah. And, um, it was banana. Everyone was, was buying bananas. so many things. It was bananas. And your system crashed like two purchases in. Ooh. And, and But you remain completely calm, cheerful, yeah. uh, really engaging of everyone because you did, did a quick micro breath probably. <laughs> like, yeah, no, seriously. I, I had right. to definitely take a breath at night because as a human, we, especially me, I'm a perfectionist, which is a challenge I am working on to stop because no one's perfect. Mm -hmm. I will never be perfect and I should never really strive for that type of perfection because I'm a human. But mm -hmm. I took a deep breath because I couldn't allow these people to see me not be able to re to respond under pressure, mm. right? Because I'm opening this calming space. Yes, I'm a human, so I'm, you know, hey, I'm liable to let some things happen, um, but I have to be consciously aware of what's happening. Mm. All of the uh, 70 people in the store, in a line, uh, it starts to get warm in here because there's so many bodies. And, <laughs> you know, some people are impatient. Mm. Some people are patient. And I love to give good customer service. Mm -hmm. So I wanted mm -hmm. to make sure that I was like smooth with this. Okay, okay, mm -hmm. it's gonna be all right. Mm -hmm. Please give me a moment. We're having technical difficulties, <laughs> but we'll be right back. And then we found a solution. Mm -hmm. I like that in life. Mm -hmm. Instead of going crazy about the problem, oh my God, what's gonna happen? What am I gonna do? Blah, 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 this is happening. And saying, how do we find a solution to fix this problem? And the solution was downloaded in a sh shopping Some app. point of sale yeah. thing. No, shopkeep was what I had and yeah. it, it only, didn't work because my Wi-Fi router was all the way in the back of my office right. versus being here in the front of the store. So lesson learned. Lesson learned. What a beautiful thing, right? I'm glad <laughs> that happened with family and friends. But um, a good friend of mine downloads point of sale and boom, boom, boom. In less than 10 minutes, we were ready to go and I had a beautiful ending. Awesome. It was an amazing night. It was such a fun night. Oh my goodness. We rocked. You rocked. You really, you really. I just did a little. Yeah, but you helped. Yeah, I just did a little thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy actually put some work in, guys. Yeah, I've been worked that hard in years. Oh my goodness. You were pricing stuff, tagging stuff. You probably know my whole book collection right now because you did the book section. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. but you were great. I'm fun. so grateful for you. Um, can you tell me, well, it's just a privilege to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. What crystals mean to you and why, why, you like, why you like them? <laughs> why do you like crystals, Kelly? Well, so I'm going to tell you a quick, cute story. Mm. It's cute to me because mm. it's like, wow, I can't believe this happened. So uh, I lived in Los Angeles in um, 2006, 2007. I was at the Standard Hotel downtown, mm. okay? And I was having a great time in my life. We were at a roof party. We were kicking it, okay? We were having fun. <laughs> And a woman walks up to me. She had on a beautiful white dress. Her hair was just flowing. She was Parisian. And she had a, her daughter with her, who was 10. And I only know this because of the story. And I'm laying there, and the woman walks up to me, and she goes, she introduces herself, and she says, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I have something that I need to give you. Whoa. Is what I'm thinking. I'm like, you, of course you're thinking, who is this crazy lady? <laughs> yes, the first thing she said to you. First thing she said to me. Introduce herself told me she channels angels. She speaks to angels. She's an like, I was like, okay, now this is even, but mind you, a little quick backstory. I was introduced to that, that, uh, book, The Secret, 
However, I watched the video in 2006. So that was the door opener for this world for me. Mm. 2006, The Secret came to me. Mm. I go to LA. The woman's here in front of me. So I say, okay. She was like, I want to give you this necklace. Now on this le necklace is this large quartz crystal, like this stone behind me, okay? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. It was like that long. It was thick. She had the Eiffel Tower charm, Mary Magdalene in a case, the Buddha, and a pearl on this necklace. Mm. So I'm looking at her like, wow, okay. I mean, what is that? I mean, you have a stone or whatever, whatever that is on your neck. And she then explains to me what it was. It's a quartz crystal, clear quartz. Her daughter begins to cry. So you can only imagine my face at this point. Now I'm like, okay, this, these, <laughs> these strangers have now walked up to me. The daughter begins to cry once her mother takes off this necklace, okay, and hands it over to me. Whoa. The daughter's like, mom, you cannot do this. You don't even know this lady. I've had that. You've had that necklace for 10 years, my entire life. Mm. She starts crying. I'm like, okay, I can't take this. The woman says to her daughter, sometimes things are meant for other people. They have done what they were going to do for you. The work has come to an end. You are where you need to be in your alignment. Now it must be passed on. So the beautiful thing about crystals, if you lose it, it's not a bad thing. Mm. It's done what it needed to do and it needs to go and heal someone else. Mm. Sometimes they stay forever. So then she tells me what to do with crystals. And so I go and look this up that night because I couldn't believe it. She told me never let anybody touch it because once I clean it, it's now my energy. So I take something, well, I, I get something from a woman that she's had this for 10 years. And so that's where my passion came in. So I just researched and I was like, wow, oh my God. Crystals have been around for ancient, I mean, it comes from the ground. Mm. It's, it, it's mine. Diamonds mm. are crystals. Mm. Uh, quartz crystals are in all our watches and our electronics and our phones. Mm. We deal with crystals every day and some of us don't even know it. They're old technology, from what little I know about them, they seem to be old technology of, with the capability to store whatever you want to put in them or whatever's been put into them. Now, so how magical is that? It's amazing. How magical? But you can get cynical on the science behind that, how that works, because it's like a lot of spiritual things. There's no yeah. science. It's yeah. late to the party on it all, and there's yeah. no real reason to uh, get lab tested on. But, <laughs> but we know... We know we also know in ancient cultures that, that you know, that have chest, the kings would have chest plates with... Moses, if you go to the Bible, hmm. he created the uh, breastplate of stones for his brother, the high priest. So if you, you know, if you believe in that text, it's hmm. right there. And hmm. how long ago was Moses' story, hmm. right? Hmm. So I think hmm. that's amazing. And in Queen's Crowns, in Egypt. Everything. Yeah, it's all... So, I mean, they saw some type of mystical power or healing behind this. If they didn't, they wouldn't have used them. Hmm. Right. And I love how people call it new age <laughs> when it is so old age. Mm, mm. Like, seriously, it's in our ground in Australia. Uh, when I quickly went to Byron Bay that mm. time and mm. the grounds that that place Crystal Castle is on is on top of crystals. How if you want to call it luck, lucky is the person who owns that land right there. They are forever on top of stones. Mm. You can and you can feel it when you're really oh. in tune with. The, My goodness. When you, when you really sink into that like deeper states of consciousness, like yeah. in meditation, and have greater awareness of what vibrationally is going on around you because you're, you've, you've removed all the condition of your mind to be distracted by the karmic energy, and you can really tune as a clear vessel into shifts in space. Yeah. Like even as soon as I walked in here, you felt, the, felt a clear energy. I hear that. And that's because you put work into the space, you know, yeah. like... 
I made sure I kept that quartz crystal behind me and I have this large amethyst in here before I opened months. Mm. So when I, when I purchased this space, I had already had these pieces shipped here, mm. right? So I couldn't wait for it to connect. And every time people walked in here before it was this manifestation, people would say, wow, what is that? And I'm like, yes, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Mm. And I don't really have to explain what it is because you just need to play with it and it's intention too. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you say it's, it's because you're saying that to a lot of the customers, it's largely, or your family and friends, it's largely intention of what you put into it, right? Yeah. So you- You that, set an intention. Yeah. And then you, and then you, it, it kind of stores in it and you, it's a reminder of that intention. It, when you it propels, it, 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 it boasts, it just pushes it out for you. Mm -hmm. So the stone is going to have its own healing properties right it's going to do what it's going to do like our heart beats by itself without us reminding it to beat so this stone is going to do what it's going to do now it is going to be more enhanced because you now believe in it could you imagine mm. by something believing in something it radiates more energy mm. right so when you set that intention for it it's going to just give you what you ask for yeah yeah and it's good or bad it's kind of a it's kind of like it, i mean if you took it it's talking about awareness yeah. If you put it like that, your, your awareness goes on something, that thing vibrates. Like, I think that, that there is science yeah. about that where, oh, for sure. when you can, you can, I don't know if it's yogurt or something, there's been some tests where shit gets changed when your awareness is on it. Yeah. And it, I think there's quantum theory around that as well. It's energy. Yeah. So, I mean, of course we know some science behind that. They're mm. going to come mm. up with some stuff you can't, you can't disregard, disregard with energy. It's mm. real. Mm. It's in every one of us. They mm. say a human body can charge up some AA batteries. How about that? Yeah, I'm just Try fine. sitting and doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but we're all energy. So everything is energy. If it comes from the earth, it's energy, mm. Mm. right? Earth mm. is energy. Mm. Yeah. What, what makes you, you know, have you always been this kind of independent, capable woman? Because <laughs> you, you've, got, you've got that quality, you know, mm -hmm. you, can, you can fly on your own and you've got that capability. Is that something that's always been there? Something you realized from a young age, something that happened in your teenagehood that made you want to? Yeah, my parents, my mother. My father was an entrepreneur my whole life. My mother worked in corporate America, but I watched her start from nothing at a small age and become this ginormous entity or thing or being, right? So that is something I wanted to follow. I'm like, this woman's amazing, mm -hmm. right? So I've always had a job. I mean, I, I, my parents worked so hard to give me and my, my siblings whatever we wanted. That's because they didn't have it, right? So they had that mentality. They pushed in and gave, gave, gave to us. But they also taught what I learned was to make sure I had my own. I've been working since I was 14, so I think the drive was just to always make sure I upkept a good life. Now, mm. I haven't always been as confident. Mm. I think I'm, I, I know who I am now. I'm, I'm comfortable in my skin, and I'm comfortable with the choices that I've made, and I have no regrets. I've had some things that I wish I didn't do, right, or I didn't say, but I am one of those people who have, I've always been a person who wanted to apologize immediately if I affected someone because it bothers me when I've, I hurt people mm -hmm. and I'm not intentionally trying to hurt them. Mm -hmm. So I think I've been that person forever, mm -hmm. right? A very grateful person, mm -hmm. but now I'm just confident in that movement. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, that helps me much more now in life mm -hmm. that I'm 37. Mm -hmm. I make 
somewhat better decisions. <laughs> I'm human. Yeah. What's one of your earliest memories? Of like of, just life? Of life. Of ex- yeah, like when you're three or four. Um, that I was really blessed. I know that sounds weird, but I had a lot of stuff, right? Mm. Um, my parents poured it into us. Maybe it was a lack of what they had. So mm. they, my mother was overkill, right? <laughs> Love, really. Mm. Love. Mm. I definitely can say I was always loved. <laughs> That's so, you're so blessed to know that. No, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, without a doubt. Yeah. Makes me happy. Makes my heart happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what do you think your, so you, you're saying the motivation of your parents was because they didn't have so much so that they wanted to give their children more. Yeah. I mean, that's a big turnaround for anyone to, to create something out of nothing. Yeah, for sure. Is there any more backstory to their, their motivation other than that? I think just the lack of not having as when they were children and growing up with so many siblings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, their parents not being able to really provide or give them the necessary materialistic things Mm. that they may have wanted. Um, So I think that that was one of the reasons. And just because they maybe just wanted their family to be happy. Mm. And, you know, unfortunately, things make us temporarily happy. (laughs) Right? Um, But my my mother was an amazing soul, as well as my father. My parents were in my life my entire life up until my mother passed physically Mm. because she's here spiritually, but, you know, in the spirit realm. But... um, I think that's what it, it was based off of, mm-hmm. that drive mm-hmm. to just not have us experience the lack. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you nor I have children, right? Mm-hmm. But I have tons of nieces and nephews, and I have so many friends who have children. And I think a lot of parents strive to give their children the opportunity or life they've never had. When you want to leave your child something if you passed, mm-hmm. right? Do mm-hmm. you, I mean... I think that every human that becomes a parent strives to do that, you know, give to their children what they know to give, Mm. good or bad, Mm -hmm. because they give us a lot of their properties Mm. from the mistakes their parents made. You know, it's just kind of that trickle down effect. Mm -hmm. But I I had a lot of love. Mm. So that was a good first memory for me. Mm. Yeah. Well, as you observe America and its current climate, cultural climate, political climate, what's what's some feelings that you have of sustainable change that can be made on a community level to unify people more and you know bring people together i think about that a lot do you yeah Yeah. um i think about that a lot because in chicago we are very divided right i mean it's a to me this is one of the best cities in the world especially in the summertime Mm. Uh, but as a community, we are so divided for whatever reasons that may be. We know it's past history, right? Mm-hmm. Past history affects us all. But I do think that if we can, once we learn personally for ourselves some new things that may um, bring about beautiful change, you should shout it. You should shout tell it, it to, yeah. to everybody. When people ask, why are you so happy? How do you, why do you, how do you move like this? And I just share, you know, N- not everything has to be based off money. I mean, of course we all want money and make, you know, it's, you know, it's fun. You get to do different things. You pay your bills. You're not stressed, but money is not the be all end all to happiness and joy. It's not really happiness because that's fleeting, but joy is something that you, you don't allow anybody to take. So I think if we can just start to show up, 
by setting examples, you know, doing things like this, uh, helping people come to get more information. And when you see a person in a state where you know that one word could probably change their movement, say it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that we need that in America, mm-hmm. in every city. Mm-hmm. I think as hum- across the world, I think that we need to be nicer to each other and ease up on ourselves. It yeah. starts with us. So I think if you beat yourself up, when you go out into the world, you're going to give that to mm-hmm. people because mm-hmm. you are not feeling that great about yourself and you're mm-hmm. going to attract people who are also not feeling that great about themselves. So you're going to mm-hmm. have more friction, mm-hmm. right? Versus saying, you know what? Okay, this happened. This wasn't the best move, but I can overcome this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Having that, I think then you become a better human mm-hmm. because it's like you're treating yourself kind. Mm-hmm. I, that's what it is. Start with yourself, treating yourself kind. Mm-hmm. Say nicer things to yourself, even if you're not in this position or place that you want to be, Right? Yeah, you do that so well because even, even the other day when that when you know that woman walked in and you like didn't want her to know that we weren't open yet to the yeah, public, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you but you felt like you didn't want her to know that the shop was owned by you. Oh, that yeah, one, yeah, that story, yeah, yeah. Be, and but you, because she was white and you felt like she wouldn't. You feel like there's segregation here. It is, and and so you didn't want to give. But her. I don't feel like that about all. All people, all white all, people. All white people. Yeah, yeah. Because I have so many Caucasian friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, literally so many. So I don't feel that way about all people. And I'm actually not afraid to let people know that this is my space. I mean, mm-hmm. because it is what it is. They saw me every day since February. Mm-hmm. This neighborhood is a neighborhood of awareness. They're mm-hmm. paying attention to who's popping up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I think that energy came about because sometimes you get a little pushback from certain people and it doesn't necessarily have to just be white people, Mm. right? I think it's just that past history Mm. that people had to endure. So your defense kicks up automatically, but I am learning to knock that defense down because you have to set an example, Yes. right? And again, I'm for humans and not color. Yeah. Because what's color? I it's love, pretty, yeah. but what's color? <laughs> well, I just, I just like how your attitude is just focusing on the unification and we're all... Because it, it's absurd to me that there's any sort of segregation given that how far do you want to go back before we were all fucking bacteria? Right. You know, like it's, I love it, that. It's, it's absurd that there is... There's, div- there's this divisive energy or the otherness. And you can understand why it is because of the way the culture will play out and um, people want to feel better and only recent history. But, I mean, again, that's why I loved that op- two episodes ago with Evelyn talking about how we're all from Africa, you know, like having, having a point of unification about our people rather than this point of divisiveness. Yeah, de- like, divisiveness. why can't we just look at each other as humans? Mm. Because even though we are different shades of color... Mm. We bleed the same. Right now, as we know, all humans have two eyes, a nose, lips, ears, as we know, right? Because new species are being developed daily. Seriously, right? But, I mean, on a a real level is come on. Be a human. Mm. But it really starts with the the, um, dis-ease we have with ourselves. Yes. Disease, when you break it down, is dis ease so you're not at ease in your body in your mind you're not at ease so you're gonna project that to people Mm. right and then it's cause and effect it's just just the effect of the past i do believe at some point we're gonna overcome this and we're gonna be humans right 
And I think, and I see it happening. Like there's yeah, a very, there's a very, there's a very conscious undertone of community. Like under, you know, like under the surface in America, yeah. there's a lot of conscious folk. Oh, people together. are waking it up. Okay, yeah. they're getting woke. Okay, <laughs> people are up. <laughs> I love that though, right? Yeah, it's happening. like with social media. Yeah. I mean, huh, if it wasn't for the internet, we wouldn't have all of this information. Mm-hmm. Okay. True. So that all of this information, wherever it's coming from, good or bad, it is information. Mm. And the more information you have, the better you can move. Mm, mm. And you think, I think people in general want to do good. Like there's, a, there's, there's fucked up shit in that going on. But in general, people... Balance. Like, yeah, your experience of life and the number of people we meet just walking around the streets and moving around the world, it's, it's 99% people that look well-meaning you know we know we, we it's rare that we come across someone that's been a dickhead yeah yeah but, but we have to realize too is that things affect us like let's say you're at home you're married your husband or your wife just pissed you off and it's hard to shake that because whatever they did was really you know and you carry that with you mm. you don't try to project that out on people but you do it without even realizing you're doing it yes so a lot of it comes from that yes right and that's and so the process of that is just Allowing, giving yourself space. A moment. A moment. Giving yourself a that's moment. That's why I say take deep breaths. It really yeah, helps. People yeah. think that's just funny. Oh, that's so cliche. Take a deep breath. But huh, try it. Yeah. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> and I challenge you to try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love how you did that the other day when we were, we were setting up and um, just getting the shop ready. And you're your meek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a meek. And, and you just go, I just need to go take a moment. And yeah. then you just walk up back, come back five minutes later. Yeah. And it's like a reset button you, or a, you have pur- to. a purge of the stress energy. Yeah, I don't encourage anybody to hold that stuff in. Mm. Whatever it is. Find well, it the, creates disease. Yeah, disease. Mm. Find the closest person that you trust and talk about it. Mm. Okay, You don't have to go to somebody's couch, but you can go to your friend's couch. Mm. Glass of wine, whatever you like. Mm. Whatever your vice. Mm. But I encourage, or yourself, go in the mirror and talk. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bitch. Go to the back alley and get that shit out. Hold my bag, bitch. <laughs> That's a little inside joke from Australia. But no, seriously, but I, I don't encourage you to hold that in because if you hold it in, all you're doing is creating more imbalance. Mm, mm. You're only creating more of the strife, more of the pain. And, and if you don't get it out, you're going to project that out on someone yes. out of nowhere. Somebody's going to piss you off or, you, or tick you off really quick and you're just going to explode. Mm. So that's why I give myself a moment. And that day I wanted to cry. I cried 10 times that day, I swear, because this mm. was Saturday. Mm. Let it out. And then I said, okay, you only get two seconds to get two tears out. One and a half. Now get back in the store because you do not have time for this. Cry later. That's why yesterday I did nothing. (laughs) uh, What a day it was. Oh, my gosh. What a day of relaxing. Yeah. That's what people like Evelyn. We've got got certain friends that are close to us. And we uh, we can have that luxury with that feel like like Evelyn again for me. Is my therapist? Yeah, it is my therapist. Is my one of my dearest friends. Yes, best friends. That feels like exactly like family because yes, mine too. She, she sees me on all levels. She understands me. She's supportive. Non-judgmental. Non-judgmental. So open. Yeah, and she's get, experienced life. Yeah, she's experienced life, and yeah. she gets it. Yeah. So she gets what you share. Yeah. And she's an open ear, and that that to me is we only need a handful of friends that have got that capability to yeah. be able to. Seriously. Do all right in life. Yeah, no, seriously. You'll be fine. You're like winning. Mm, mm. You're a millionaire. <laughs> but then some friends drop away. That's one thing I find challenging yeah. is yeah. like I've had a, f- a couple of friends that you just start 
going on different paths and that's yeah. absolutely fine it's okay it's okay because they've, they've got a new trajectory or they, yeah. and I've got a new different trajectory but the, the hardest thing I find is untethering from that and and letting go of it yeah. and just trusting it's the same with the relationship it's as well it's difficult you're just letting go oh no any relationship we just put titles on them oh this is my boyfriend this is my girlfriend this is my best friend this is you know mm. we, we, we put labels on it but it's same same mm, it is you know so I just think that we have to be in the moment and understand that it hurts that we're about to, I guess, if you will, lose someone, but you're not technically losing them. You have the season mm. has come to an end. Mm. We're, we're getting out of fall or let me say summer going mm. into fall. Right. Mm. So that season just has come to an end. And I think ask yourself, what did I learn from this friendship or relationship? Mm. Like, what, what did I get from this? Mm. What can I do to better myself? So the next mm. time I face this, whatever challenge that is now separating us to put us on different paths, I'll, I should know how to move about. Yes. Right? Yes. When am I to learn? I loved saying that I'm a part of the university of life. <laughs> this is my schooling. I'll never stop learning. I'll mm. never know enough. Mm. I could be 104 and I still won't know enough. And you're going to be. And I don't, yeah, that's my date. I want it. I want 104. It's my number. <laughs> Why 104? Um, my birthday is October 4th. I don't Perfect. know, 104 is my number. You know, I see it all the time. I just like those numbers. I reckon you're going to go for 1,004. Man, what if, you know, <laughs> hey, like in that Bible, they were saying these people was like 970. I'm like, really? I, I, reckon, I reckon they had the different date system. I reckon they thought a month was a year. Man. No. Okay. Listen. Wow. Maybe. No one has ever said that. Because I always go... Like, really, Moses was 992 years old? Yeah, like, he died young. On. I mean, but when you say it like that, maybe they really thought a month was it. I mean, because come on. Mate, who knows? But, yeah. What's your, what, what out of your research of spirituality and teachings, religious teachings, what, what resonates with you the most? Because I know as we listen or research or read Bibles or, the, or any books of yeah. spiritual, certain shit resonates yeah. and certain shit doesn't yeah like we, we, when we're reading jesus calling this morning oh God, how <laughs> jesus, funny is that? Calling. jesus is calling jesus is on the hotline <laughs> you yeah. had a book on your bookshelf and yeah. we picked it up and we read a couple of pages just out of curiosity yeah and it, it for our view of it was a bit this is um not the full picture you know it, it, it's trying to be wise but it's 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 narrowed through a vessel of limited understanding about the nature of things in yeah. my yeah. personal opinion right. that's what i felt about it I think that all of those books have commonalities. They're very similar if you really look at all of them. Put them all out in line, <laughs> go through them, highlight. You will find that there are a lot of texts that are very much the same in every book. And I do believe that, okay, I, Jesus probably definitely, probably and definitely walked this planet, right? But there were a lot of missing texts. I think in all of these books, the main key to all of this is love. I mean, come on, right? Without that, loving yourself, you can't give love to anybody else. Yeah. Without that, I mean, we, we wouldn't heal properly. We wouldn't be able to nurture properly if we don't have love. Love is key. Mm. I think that that is the greatest text of all this stuff. Mm. This stuff. Yeah. Labeled. But it has the same push and that is love to me it is yeah and i grew up in a christian school 
first to seventh grade, I learned the Bible was a part of my curriculum. Okay, if I did not pass <laughs> Bible <laughs> studies, I, w- I wasn't able to go to the next grade. Okay, so yeah, yeah, that was interesting. And it taught me a lot, it challenged me. Oh, I challenged it. I challenge life. I ask that you go out and challenge life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Find out who you really are and what makes you happy. Mm. That's to me. That's my point. Mm. And I just want to be a good human. I saw that beautiful quote the other day that Brad Pitt said on Niche, which is a great quotes page on Instagram that I follow. That drops some fucking supreme knowledge. Mm. And he was saying, "We don't know. How can you possibly have any conviction in your life about knowing the nature of things unless you find the line, step over it, and realize what it's like on the other side of the line?" You know, to to go through life, which is a very Christian upbringing, knowing the wrongs that you should not do, and mm-hmm. not actually finding out if they are wrongs. Where's it? In my personal opinion: there's no integrity in doing that for me because it's because I don't know. I'm just I'm just. And what kind of life is that? I'm not saying I'm going out to go murder a bunch no, of people. No, of course. Because, uh, but you're just living. Yeah, I'm just experiencing a little bit over the line. Yes. Or, you know, I'm just killing someone's finger rather than the whole body. <laughs> or an ant, you know. Yeah. Or a roach. Because people like to kill roaches. Although, if we didn't have roaches, we would be in trouble. They eat the trash. Go- Google that. That's why I love Google. Google, you are my friend. Google that. Roaches. People hate roaches. Don't I me. Mean, I don't like them in my house either. People think they carry disease, but they don't. How about that? (laughs) To take you there. But I think it's just, we have to experience life. You have to be a human. Who is to say you're doing it right or wrong? Oh, the Bible? Hmm. Or the the Quran? Hmm. People believe that. I no disrespect to anybody's book. Because in all the books, there's love. Okay? Regardless of what the structure may be. Because there is a lot of structure in religion. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to this service on a certain day, you tie, you know, the things that you collect in life. You know, it's very interesting. Um, but you as a human have to decide what's best for me, because when you're born, you have no choice. You don't have no choice in your name. You don't have any choice in that the ethnicity that you are in. You have no choice in the religion that they have chosen. You have no choice in the food that you are eating. Seriously. So true. You have no choice. Now, when you become an adult, when you decide to live life on your own terms and time, now you can question, Mm. research, Mm. ask. Why my parents live like this? My grandparents live like this? My great-grandparents live like this? Okay, let let me ask some more questions. Let me look at everything. Oh, what are they talking about over here? Let me hear if I like that. That's why I love the, the idea of change. It's consistent, it's needed, and people say, oh, Kelly, you changed. Yes, I have, (laughs) for the better. Because without change, how would I become better? And I aim for it, right? Because listen, I talk to you, I learn something new. We were speaking about something this morning, and um, it'll come back to me what it was exactly, but it it was something new for me. I had never heard it before. It was something, the, the Hindu, what were we speaking about? Yeah. It was something, but yeah. but it was... Oh, the k- k- uh, karma versus Kriya. Yeah, yeah. that. <clears throat> Which Kriya is just that? like... Because yeah. we love that good old karma. What you put out, you get back. Mm. So to me, that I'm learning something new. Now that's going to change who I am because I'm going to now study more of this. I like this. Mm. So of course I'm going to change. I found something new. Mm. Right? So I just think that with religion is structure. Mm. And that once we become adults, we can decide to be who we want to be now. I love you parents. That was great. I grew up in an interesting household. My mother was Christian and my father was a Hebrew Israelite. 
And then when, and my brother, one of my brothers, he's eight years older than me, so I, my other brother's much older. Um, we grew up closer. He was studying to be uh, in, in Islam at the time. So come on, and I'm a young girl, but my brother is a Muslim, my father is a Hebrew Israelite, and my mother's a Christian. Beautiful. I mean, come on. That's awesome. So it opened the world for me to expand my mind and ask questions. Mm, mm. What side do I choose? Do I choose a side or do I just be me? How interesting. What I love about that scenario is that you're still a family. And it's a great example of how everyone on earth is still a family. We've got different, different experiences or different stories, yeah. but, you're, but you come together as a family. Yeah. You know what I think too? Family. I love family. Family is not just bloodline. You're now family, mm. right? Mm. When you have a connection with people, you now gain new family. So mm. now you have new insight. Mm. You know, it like gives you a reason to think about something different. That's a great point. How would we define fam- what family is? It's, mm. it's someone that, how would you is define it? Is it technically someone you were born from the same parents or bloodline or, you know? Yes, of course, that's what we consider family. But I think that new people or friends that you've had for 20 plus years or five years or you create this bond now you become stronger than most family how many times have you heard someone say oh my family did me wrong oh my family did this Mm -hmm. and then you don't have that many friends you can say oh my friends did me wrong Mm -hmm. right or you know i just think that family is who shows you unconditional love that's no matter what you do, mm. right? And I, I am guilty of being that way sometimes, of not showing unconditional love, being judgmental, but I check myself right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think, and even to go deeper on what is unconditional love, I would break it down into, I mean, more sophisticated levels of being seen, mm. kind of. So, you know, if someone doesn't understand a certain aspect of you, there's a condition on what, how much I can meet you. Like if I don't mm. understand a certain aspect of who you are, yeah. I can't meet you there or see you there. And yeah. therefore I'm limited or, or what I can give you is, is based on a condition of my awareness. Right. So if I've got greater awareness capability, I've got greater unconditionalness in my... To give. To give, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Mm. I like that. I like that. And I also like the nature of what Jesus did with that kind of Christ consciousness of... And bearing light. And bearing light, but <laughs> shining it like the sun on things, not caring what it gives in return. Like the sun doesn't fucking get anything back from this earth. It just but it, damage. <laughs> but smoke. Yeah, yeah who well, gets We're a little rising bit. the smoke. <laughs> we all oh, we give the sun back, but not good. Yeah, it's just a it's a beautiful one way given street that I think takes deep surrender of your own conditioning and releasing of your own karmic energy yeah. and then to be able to be a total vessel for just light or create that to flow out and spill out on you. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Mm. Yeah, mm. we need that sun. Mm. And it, it, but that's the same thing with our bodies, right? Our organs are doing things without us. No, we wake up. Mm. I mm. mean, if you get a chance to wake up, that's a beautiful thing mm. because now you have a new opportunity. We, it's not like, yeah, you set your alarm. <laughs> but sometimes before you even set your alarm, you wake up naturally Mm. because you were wired to do this so without even thinking like the sun our bodies work for us Mm. so why would not be good to it learn Mm. different ways to be better with it i know i need i need to Mm. eat better Mm. 
I may physically look like mm. I eat great. Mm-hmm. I eat bad. <laughs> I eat all the fried chicken. No, I love fried foods. I love bacon. <laughs> I love potatoes. <laughs> so I like the bad things, but but you find a balance, right? Because the balance, which I learned, is a law that cannot be transgressed. How about that? What do you mean? That- you need the good with the bad. I mean, you. How would I mean you? Have, when you stop and think about this, huh? Life has to be balanced. Things die, right? Things are born. That is a balance. Mm. True. No matter how you die, no matter what day your expression date is on, it's going to happen. Mm. You're, no matter what, someone is going to be born somewhere, regardless of what society is trying to do to stop that. Wow, <laughs> that gives me kind of like, it's kind of no, but you know, nervous the most, excitement. I love when I, I love like things like movies and cool stuff like this because people have these imaginations that are like so vivid and wild. And you want to know the funny? I learned uh, balance is a law that cannot be. Um, transgressed off of King Arthur the movie Mm. I don't know exactly which one to tell you it is but it was so beautiful to hear that I was like whoa balance is a law that cannot be transgressed what the what Mm. but it makes so much sense you cannot break that you have to get good and bad Mm. it's a balance baby Mm. but how do you endure the bad we love the good who doesn't love the good (laughs) we love the good life Mm. but what about the bad life what Mm. We need that. If you didn't have that, how would you know to be a better human? I like what you said this morning when we were chatting about seeing the good or the bad energy with a, from a standpoint of witnessing them. And so when you have the, the great times, you can just observe and enjoy them. When you have the dark times, you, go, you can observe and enjoy the growth that will come from them. Yes. So, but having, That's powerful. Having the perspective is the key, right? Yeah, like, I mean awareness mm. even knowing that you should move or change your your feeling because that's where it starts we we have so many thoughts every day how many thoughts do you think you have Forty-two thousand three hundred forty-five. <laughs> boom now six <laughs> okay. so we have all of these different thoughts good and bad high vibrational non-vibrational whatever you want to call it and it's like you can change that somebody can piss you off right now you can get mad but you can also change it and say, oh, I'm not going to let you steal my joy. <laughs> right? I'm not going to let you steal my joy. So you have the right to change your mind. As you speak, you create. Oh, I taught you every kadevre, right? Um, it's an Arabic term for as you speak, you create. That's right. Now, how powerful is that? Mm. So that tells you right there, you have the power. So here in America, or everybody has heard this word abracadabra. It's been twisted, but it's really every cadavre. And when you hear abracadabra, you think magic. That's the first thing when I ask you that. You thought magic. Everybody thinks the word magic. And magic is real and it's powerful. And your tongue is real and it's powerful. So whatever you speak to yourself, good or bad, you always say, man, I'm ugly. I got bumps all over my face. I hate my hair. I don't like my nose. I don't like my eyes. And okay, the universe says... I'm going to make sure you continue to feel this way. You said it. Your wish is my command. Whatever you speak, you create. So start saying, you know what? Hey, that person may not think I'm beautiful, but I think I'm beautiful. 
I love when my best friend Yuri says, there's a lid for every pot. <laughs> I thought you were sorry. I'm going to say the other thing that she says. What she say? The more air outside uh, of it. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but the lid for every pot thing is because some people really beat themselves up. And if they didn't get the person that they thought they should have, they say, oh, I'm ugly. Yeah. Versus saying, that just wasn't for me. We weren't supposed to connect or grow anything together. Yes. So it's okay. So I like that. You know, speak kind to yourself. Be kind yes. to yourself. Yes. That's beautiful. I mean, with, with the scenario when someone's not right for you, I feel like a greater sense of trust in that now. Trust in the universe. Trust yeah. in... Oh, we get upset though, right? Because oh, we yeah. love them. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> we want it, We want control. Mm. We want it to go the way we want it to go. Mm. And that's what I learned too. No that's expectations. Hot. That's so hot. It's so arrogant to think that we know better than the supreme intelligence of the collective universe you know yeah. to think that no no that's what i want but but there, there they are not wanting the same thing so it's what you want but it may not be what you need exactly <laughs> and we have to totally let go we have to face the fact that we are given what we need yes the thing of loving yourself as well i think we've talked a bit about this since i've been here as well, mm-hmm. and i i love I love that. <laughs> yeah, we love love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has to start in this self-sustaining way within an individual yes. in order to be able to even just go into the world knowing who you are and knowing your worth and knowing... Being okay with yourself. Yeah, and, and yeah, you bring, you bring yourself in a way that's exporting love rather than looking in the environment to receive love because you've already got the the nuclear reactor generating energy within itself because you're aware of we just we must love ourselves and I think I mean for me personally that was I'd love to know what it was for you but for me personally that was a big revelation of in a non-arrogant way mm-hmm. just going oh, I fucking love myself <laughs> you know this is it's okay it's okay this is this is a body that I've been given I've got certain personality traits yeah and and I, I just love, I love what I am capable of and what my body is. Yeah. And it, it felt so liberating, but I only got there because I hated everything. I hated my reality. I hated my selfishness, you know, all these characteristics. That and could be changed. That could be changed, yeah. But the, I just find that whole thing so fascinating. And some people, I don't think fully, you know, it's just that thing that I'd be interested in you was it was it was it did you go really deep inside yourself and to hit that point of awakening or did you kind of you know like Evelyn had that like that moment when she was lying on the couch and just Um, went above her body what a story right what a story yeah or what was it like for you I think for me it was as a young girl not thinking I'm good enough right and no matter what people tell you, oh, you're pretty, you're this, you're that, you, it's all about what you feel inside, you know, and you're going to project what you feel. It was once, honestly, I started accepting me. I don't know when that happened. I think it was more like my early 30s. How about that? Mm. And, and now, for real, at a whole lot, I accept all that I am because I've learned and read in different beautiful texts that nothing is perfect and nothing will ever be right now yeah perfection is all around us we then label it as it's not perfect because it has a chip oh that's not perfect it's chipped no it is still perfect and chip give things character so i i woke up in my 20s seriously i i, I said okay 
you know, you are having fun, you beat yourself up when you when you have a pimple or you don't have this or you didn't get the guy you liked or this thing didn't come through, you beat yourself up. But when I learned the secret, I still was challenging myself. And now I'm like, oh my God, I have to control my thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is about to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I, then I started digging deeper and researching more. And once you learn to let go and be free and say, like you just said, this is who I am. I was born like this. I mean, yes, I can enhance it with different things. I can straighten my hair. I can put on some makeup and mm. whatever, but I'm still going to be me. Mm. You cannot hide that. Mm. It mm. is going to project itself, and I just accepted it. If, you're, if you don't like it, you weren't for me. What's not for me, what's for me won't pass me by. <laughs> Learn that from Yuri as well. Like That's when you cool. hear those type of things, you stop and think like, oh, wait a minute. You're right. Because if it was meant for you, you would have it. Mm. don't beat yourself up because you don't have it you don't have it because something greater is coming but we don't give ourselves the credit for that Mm, that's interesting yeah i tattooed love self on my wrist when i was 22 oh because i needed a reminder Mm. love yourself girl you fainted when oh yeah i passed out (laughs) (laughs) i passed out folks It was painful. It was painful, but it's such a beautiful reminder. And the way I tatted it on my body, when I read it, it says love self. And when I explain it to someone else upside down, it reads self-love. So give it. Mm -hmm. Stop being hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. It starts with you. Why do you think we are so hard on ourselves? Society. It paints us to be perfect. What is perfect? Am I supposed to look like this for real? No, whatever they say I'm supposed to look like, no, no, no. So it's society. Mm. It's, our, it's, our, it's our peers. We look at people and want what they have, or we think they're so beautiful. We're like, why don't I look like that? Why didn't I get that? It wasn't, that wasn't what you were supposed to get. You're supposed to tell a different story. And until we realize that, we will not be happy or joyful or in a state of joy because you will continue to harass yourself and say all these negative things about you. And, and just because not everybody thinks that you are amazing or beautiful does not mean that some people don't think that about you. Some people really think you are the most beautiful thing they've ever seen. And another person can be like, huh? How do you find that beautiful? Because that, I am the, the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing this. You can't see what I see. Mm-hmm. If it was three of us standing in the same vicinity, mm-hmm. I love the story, and you see a car crash. We're all gonna see it from different perspectives. Mm. You were standing here, I was standing here, this person was standing there. Mm. We all did not see it the same way, Mm. sorry. Mm. So we're gonna look at things like that. So that is everyday movement for me because there's a lot of days I wake up and I'm like, why does my face look like this? (laughs) (laughs) But guess what, honey, your face. (laughs) You better still go outside and show up. Mm. right you know what I loved when I came to Australia and the first thing when I got with you is we went to that meditation session yes. and we did the, pro, the the movement on the mask mm. I would like to do that here what's your mask yeah we'll right, we'll what right. mask are you putting out yes right what so, mask do people get up and put on every day yeah and they really feel like shit inside yes <laughs> it's the front it's the kind front. of fronting they front the fr- <laughs> ain't no future in my front don't front don't front <laughs> <laughs> what's what's a front that you put on? What was the one that you wrote? That I was okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I would always go out and, and put on the face that I'm okay. I did not want anyone to see that I was suffering or 
going through things or it was a time in life I didn't know where what I was going to do. I you used do, to you say that to the you 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 don't front to your friends though. Like I never felt that front. Yeah, not on front to my friends, but I do put on a mask to say I'm okay. Kelly, how are you feeling? I'm good. Quick, I'm good because I don't want you to know that I'm not good. I don't need you to rescue me today. So you, my friends want to rescue me, and I want to rescue them. We want to rescue each other. We want to make each other feel better. You don't want to see your friend hurting, mm. right? Um, but. I, I would do that. I would go, I put that face on, I'm okay, I'm okay. And I would be facing all type of mess, right? Mm. I just lost my mother. Mm. I, I like have to put on a tough face. I thought you were gonna have to peel me off of her that, you know, when that happened. But you didn't, I, I rose to the challenge, who knew? But I do, and at this moment, I, I now, when I'm about to put that face on, I say, whoa, it's okay. It's okay to hurt today. It's only for a moment. That's the beautiful thing about life. We have fleeting moments. Yeah. Some more powerful than others, but they are moments, so you will get past it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to give yourself the license to bleed those Man, those because days. even for men, I feel like men don't get to cry. Yeah. You guys are, are told, you better not cry. <laughs> don't you cry, boy, as kids. Mm. You better be a man. Man up. Mm. I, mm. What? Mm. I'm going to always be a man. If I'm meant to be a man, I'm a man. Crying does not make me less of a man. Crying does not make me less of a human. Mm. Please let me cry and get this shit out. Mm. In fact, not crying makes you less capable as a human. Yep. Because you, you don't, what, what are you doing with that energy? You're storing that pain and that Who pain pattern gets projected. You, are you human? Yeah. You must cry. Yeah. Now, hey, fine. If you don't want to come out to the world and cry, you don't have to. Mm. You don't have to cry in front of people if you mm. want to put that mask on. That's, when I, that's one thing I've realized even in the last few, since being in Chicago, actually, yeah. is, is this, I've had a few cries since being here. Yeah. Some, some unsettling things that have happened. Yeah. Um, Me too. But, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, seriously. Yeah. This has been a tough week. Yeah, it has. Yeah. <laughs> but this, this <laughs> but we, we've overcome. <laughs> but there's something so, that I'm starting to have a perspective on it. Like, it, I, as I cry, it's not actually... It doesn't feel like it's a suffering occurrence. It yeah. feels like pain is just releasing me. And, and it actually feels quite nice in a strange way. Feel, right, you feel like, woof, yeah. I got something off of me that was heavy. Yes, I got something off of me that was heavy. And this is the only way it can come off me. Yeah. And, and I know that I'm not in trouble. <laughs> you know, the, you know I'm, I'll be all right. But, You'll but, live to fight another day or cry another yeah. day. <laughs> but how necessary the process is of as soon as it comes up, Right, I'm going to just go be, on, be by myself and just cry it out. And boy, it feels fucking great. Yeah. Listen to like Coldplay fix you. <laughs> Whatever you need to do, you and need to do it quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> do it quickly. And the reason I say this is because the universe vibrates for on us every moment. Mm. Whatever thought you think at every moment, you are telling yourself to be more like this. Imagine laying in a bed every day. For whatever reason, you get depressed and you don't want to get up. You now eat in the bed and everything you do is in this bed. Your body is now going to start to say, hey, we're not supposed to walk. We're supposed to just lay. Mm. And then so when you do try to finally, let's say I'm, two months later, you finally, you, you, you do everything in that bed. <laughs> two months later, you finally get up. You get the courage to get up. Your this is legs a sad story. Are, No, it's not a sad story. It's a beautiful story. Your legs <laughs> buckle. <laughs> Your body listens to you. Your body said it was, we're supposed to, we're not supposed to walk because you told me to lay here. 
That's an example of whatever. I mean, I think people need to hear examples like that too. Because if they hear too many pretty examples, mm -hmm. too many nice examples, they're not going to believe it. Mm -hmm. That's fake. That's too, you know. But if you hear real stories and real truths, you say, wait a minute, you're right. Whatever I give to my body, it gives back to me. Same with eating. Same with everything. Yeah, everything. The, the, our habits, our vices, we do it all the time. You, you're telling your body, we're supposed to do this. Mm. We're supposed to be like this. If you meditate every day, you are telling yourself, your body is saying, listen, I'm going to make sure you remember to meditate. Mm. You're going to go. You're going to think about it, even if you don't do it. This is so interesting because what, and as you get older, I've heard different, like Jordan Peterson says in the, in the male state, if a man gets to their, if they've got bad conditioning and, and ill-serving patterns, get to 40, 50, those patterns are so hard-coded into their mind that they've actually got, a, a, I mean, it's going to be so much more challenging them so for, get to, out of that. to get out of that. For sure. And that's the, I mean, that's the importance of being adaptable, being fluid. And, and the, but I, I have some older friends that, have this attitude towards their conditioning as I'm not going to change. And, and that's, I find that upsetting to hear because it's just resigning. They're taking the power away from themselves and just resigning to the fact that, no, nah, I'm Giving always going to be like, it's, yeah. it's tapping out. They it's, give up very quickly. They don't, it's a cool story about um, a guy who was minding gold. He, he owned his mind and it's in, as a man thinketh. Well, no, it's Think and Grow Rich, the book. Mm -hmm. And um, he's mining, and then he gives up because he doesn't see it. He's been doing this for, for months, right, or days. And he doesn't see any gold, and he gives up. He sells the property to another man and his father. They come, and now they start mining. A hundred feet from where he stopped was the gold. Had he just changed his perspective and kept going, he would have got to the goal. So I think that if we stop and just think about the situation that we have gotten ourselves into, because yeah, some things come to us, but we allow it. So we are now in that situation. Find the, the solution, find another way around and make it, figure it out. Mm. You can change it. Mm. I mean, okay, fine. If you want to give yourself a few days to sit and, and be sad about it, do it, but get it, get it out, change it, change your thoughts. For you me, can do it. It's, it's kind of like a, it's a play of the universe and the universe is saying, how much do you want this? Yeah. How much do you want this? Cause and if, by showing me that, yeah. I'm going to give it to you. Exactly. Be doing half. Exactly. And that's the hero's journey. Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. Like it, it's, the, it's, the, it's the point of you giving up and then going out a second time or going out a third time that it, that it, that it goes, all right, you want this. Yeah. Here it is then. Yeah. You might have to go through a hundred times. Mm. But if you give up, you gave up. Mm. Nobody else, mm. right? So I think that we should start challenging ourselves more with that. Mm. It's okay. And it's okay to feel whatever we feel in those moments. Get that out. However you have to get it out. Just try not to hurt people doing it. But get it out and, you know, say to yourself, okay, let's, let's start over. And to couple that, I think it's super crucial that your motivation for whatever you're going after is true, authentic, beautiful, or something that's genuinely sustainable, you know, the truest form of yourself. Because I think it's in those cases where we can actually manifest the world we want. Because otherwise, it's, if it's based on um, anything else... I don't know if you're going to be manifesting anything great or getting anything great. Well, you have to remember, too, in manifestation, um, you have to put in some work. You're not going to just think of this new way of moving and you think this thought every day and it's just going to come to you. Mm. You have to feel this thought. Mm. 
Mm. Right? You have to want it. How bad do you want it? Mm. What are you willing to do for it? And I think that the vibration of that energy is going to start to move things out the way for you to get closer to that. But the minute you stop, it's going to stop. Because now it's going to vibrate different because you're vibrating different. Mm. So now you're seeking something different. So I think if you stay in that, that frequency of that thought, whatever it is, think it, think positive about it, but feel it. Visualize yourself doing it. Visualize yourself, meaning mm. see yourself in that pink shirt with the red tassels mm. doing this, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Mm. Paint the picture. Be creative and then watch it come to you because now you're putting in the work. People think it's going to fall out the sky. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes it do. Mm. Sometimes because you don't, you, you don't even realize how passionate you are about this thing that is coming to you strong because you're so, your energy is so vibrant with it. Mm. Right? So I think that we have to realize you need to be, do, and you will have. So being is thinking it creating it doing it is going out there and finding the ways to bring this to you you want to get me good messages out to the world start a podcast you have to then sit down and talk to people mm. for this to be something but for me this this stuff is so effortless effortless but, but the, the there's obviously it's natural yeah, yeah yeah but that and that's why i feel like those things are the things we need to it's the challenge is to find where, where am I in my pocket? Where am I in my truest self? And obviously I put work in, but when I put the work in, it's fueled by this kind of, of course, this is what I love doing this. So yeah. if, I'm, if I'm doing the extra, the harder stuff like the technical stuff or setting up or, or spending my money on equipment, even though I'm not getting any money back, yeah. all those things are kind of like no brainers for me. It's not, you know what I mean? When you're, when you're, when you're really in your pocket, yeah. it doesn't feel like work, but I'm interested I'm interested in that because yeah. because I think I don't know. It, obviously, you put a lot of work in, and I'm just I'm just fascinated by the whole conversation or, or the whole area of how do we optimize our function, you know, and your with your purpose. Mm -hmm. How do we optimize it? Yeah. Just, I think doing it every day, being being in it every day, right? Um, I think when you give, again, thought and energy to something all the time, it's going to give you something back, right? So I just think that we must challenge ourselves when those negative thoughts to come about and say, listen, I'm better than this, but thank you, thought. Thank you for letting me know I don't wanna think like this. Okay, you appeared, I see you, but I don't like you. <laughs> so what do you do to change that? Think differently. Try to find something that makes you laugh. Mm -hmm. So it switches up. I mean, it's, it's so many ways to optimize this power, but mm. you have to want it. Yes. I mean, I'm sorry. You just, you really have to want it. You have to want it. And, and wanting it, you're going to show it. You're going to do something for it every day. Yeah. And it, you're going to reap the benefits. You may not see it at that very moment. That's the thing. We're so impatient. We always want instant gratification. What is wrong with us? Mm. The audacity. Mm. Instant gratification is beautiful, but come on. It's not realistic all the time. Certain things take work. Certain things take some sweat and some tears because then you will appreciate it later. Mm. It's life. It's the, the rebirth of everything, right? It's the nature of Man, things. it's life. Yeah. You're going to have cycles. It's like a book Evelyn gave me about cycles. It's so cool. You know, it helps you understand on a very cool surface level 
the cycles that you could be in, like and life. And every part of the process is just as beautiful as the next. We should think of it that way. When you, when you're, when you, uh, yes. yeah, when you think of it that way. When, when you, you accept, when, when you just allow yourself to be in it. Yeah. It's I not going to be perfect. I think that for me came when I was, after I was, well, I was going through the real chronic depression, I, was, I came away from a psychologist's appointment, I was walking down the street and I, I had just this spontaneous revelation that just came to me mm-hmm. that was, because I was always wanting more. I was always thinking I need something else. And this spontaneously just came to me this feeling of right now is as good as it gets ever. Right now. <laughs> right now. Wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, right now is as good as it gets. So that means this very moment, just walking down the street, what could be a banal, you know, normal, meaningless Walk. thing. Yeah. This is as fucking good as it gets. Because that's where you are. <laughs> it's where and I am. And if it was supposed to be anything else, you would be somewhere else at that, that moment. That's, so, that's a huge revelation and for me. And a lot of people think that, come on, that's so simple. Like, seriously? Yes, like, seriously, it's that simple. We can change our movement. You have to allow yourself. But some of us want to soak in depression. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be depressed? It's not fun. You're not fun to be around. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, I mean, it sucks, but yeah. it's a real dis- dis-ease. Mm-hmm. It really is. And... And you want to just shake the person. You want to be like, come on, it's okay. Mm. But people allow themselves to go deeper and deeper. Mm. So what do you want to allow from yourself? Mm. Mm. Well, and I think you come to that point ultimately, but you, people just have to come to that in their own yeah, time. Yes, time. <clears throat> and and that's, that's the hard thing about seeing it is because the longer you're in it, a, the more it, takes it comes. A, the more it becomes, the more the chemicals change in your brain, and that you, you you stay like that. You print it out in your body. But the sad the sad thing I, I find seeing people in it because I know I've been in it yeah. is is this thing of not knowing or fully identifying or having awareness because it's so foggy. Yeah. So you don't actually know. How do I get out you, of this? I don't even yeah. know how to. I don't even know that I'm. Where in do it. I start? Yeah. How do I begin? I didn't think Man, I was depressed for like a year and a half of being depressed wow I, I was like no i don't think i'm depressed i'm just having a shitty time yeah and, and it's then, a long time it's yeah. a long shitty time <laughs> it's a long shitty time and then it came to that point it was like wait a minute i think i might be depressed and then all of a sudden oh fuck relief i've got some perspective on my body being depressed <laughs> yeah no seriously it's i mean we're human so again we just beat ourselves up for no reason because why do people get depressed they lost something that they really wanted or they didn't get something that they really wanted or they whatever you know it's, it's something that they wanted or they wish they had <laughs> mm. and because they don't have it it makes them sad and they give more to that sadness and it's so that's i feel like that's okay but at the same time when do you say okay i don't have this now let me move on that's mm. how do you come from that once you've dug that a deep deep hole mm. it, it is a challenge I, I don't even know right now how to tell people that are listening to get out of it but i do say maybe start by just talking or speaking kinder to yourself start by saying okay you can get through this because because think about the fact that your heart beats without you asking it to beat come on you got a new day you wake up it's a new day if you wake up now you're taking all this time and and taking away all the possibilities of you exploring and experiencing life because you decided to stay in your room and not come out because somebody at school didn't like you or somebody made fun of you and that sucks because I was bullied 
which is really weird, but I was, because I'm like, you're such a tough cookie. Like, how were you? But I, I, I had allowed myself to get there, and, and it was depressing, and it made me, I hated school. And school had nothing to do with me being bullied, but I put it there. So I, I do feel that we, at some point, can come from it if we just somehow muster a thought of, wait a minute, my heart actually beats without me thinking hmm. or telling it to be. So if that is happening, maybe I can get out of this. You know, maybe I can find something new to like. Beautiful. That guy didn't like me. Okay, I really wanted him to like me. Why don't you like me? Right? But okay, you don't like me. You weren't, I'm not going to force this. I have to at some point let it go because what's meant for me will never pass me by. <laughs> you just you weren't meant for me and that's okay but it's, it's a challenge for most people because we are people of wanting mm -hmm. right we want we mm -hmm. control we want everything nope 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 it's because the way again they've come back to the society prints it out on us yeah and that's why i think a big big shift in that is just trusting yeah trusting that's not to say that you're going to just give up and put your feet up no, yeah. it's it's just trusting there's a greater intelligence going on it's a greater and trust that it's something better for you. It has to be. Mm -hmm. It can't be this bad. Now, some people are put in situations that they didn't ask for, right? How do we address that? Mm -hmm. Exactly. How, and then how do we tell people to get out of it? By hoping they can say to themselves or think a thought of, you know what? I mean, I had to be put on earth for something. And I guess we always think that something must be something great. You must be a movie star because they get the most attention. So you strive to be this great thing. Mm -hmm. You have no idea that the little, maybe the little thing you're doing is touching so many people mm -hmm. and is healing so many people. You don't have to be this grandiose idea to be great or do something great. Mm -hmm. And I think once we can tell ourselves that, we'll feel better. So I used to go through that. Like all my friends graduated from college and I didn't. But out of all my friends, I had the opportunity to open up my first business at 21. So you think about those things. All my friends are married and have children. I don't have that right now. It's not, that's not what my path is right now. And maybe I don't have it right now, but I'm going to get it one day if I want that. Mm. We have to be able to talk kind to ourselves. Mm. It's okay. Mm. You can get out of it. And so was that the process for you with changing your mindset with the bullying stuff yeah well i got out of that school <laughs> i said mama i'm not going back and i could walk to school that's how close it was but i clearly i needed that to happen so that i could meet the friends that i met at the next school because the next school they accepted me for who i was because they were just like me mm. right mm. Ain't that, isn't that weird mm. and and I had something maybe the kids at my school didn't have, so they, they looked at me like, who does she think she is, even though I was giving it away. Everything I had, I was giving it away. It wasn't enough. I was trying to buy my friends. Please be my friend. Come, I have all of this. My mom gave me all these sandwiches. <laughs> have one. It didn't work. But I told my mother, after seventh grade, I'm not going back to that school. I'm sorry. I'm not graduating with these people. They don't even like me. My teacher doesn't even like me. Mm -hmm. The seventh grade teacher. How crazy. Mm -hmm. But we're human. So I went to a new school. That woke me up. I was able to blossom. Mm. Then I left that school and then I met some lifelong friends at my high school, which really allowed me to blossom. So if I did not have that uh, trial in my life as a young girl, I wouldn't have these beautiful souls in my life right now. So I like to look at life like that. Mm. If I did not go through this, I wouldn't have this. Mm. Right. When I met that woman who gave me my first crystal, I had this guy that I shouldn't have been dating. 
She, the stone she gave me was a healing stone. The woman told me I needed to be healed. Come on, what? And there's nothing wrong with me, lady. I'm healthy. No, but I wasn't. I was dealing in toxic behavior with toxic people, and I wanted so badly to appease this person. Mm. But it, it, the universe was saying, look, young lady, if, yeah, we got a different path for you. But if you stay down this road, you're only going to get more of this. But if you decide to open up to something new, now something is handed to you, go do more, figure this out. So I think that that helped for me to be who I am right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a, a great understanding and I get sad all the time. I, it's for a moment though. I only give sadness a moment. I try not to, you know, you know deal too long because I will get caught up and it mm -hmm. will take over me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's interesting, the balance, and that's a balance tonight in itself because you got, you, you got to let, feel it enough I think it's a difference between feeling it and indulging it. Yeah. I think if you feel it, it's healthy and it doesn't feel like suffering. Yeah. It becomes suffering when you indulge it. Yeah. So it's like... Because you're now giving more feeling to something that doesn't feel good, mm. but you're still... So you're... It's just... It's like this, un, this endless cycle of being mean to yourself. Mm. And so it's kind of like this thing of let, listening to your body mm. to go, all right, it wants to feel this right now. It wants to feel sad. I'll listen. But your body's got But you don't get that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, well, you can have as long as you want, yeah, body. Yeah, no, I'm but being funny. But yeah. I, I do tell myself, like, I give myself moments of crying. Listen, young lady, you get a day. <laughs> because I don't want to suffer in that anymore. Yeah. And I know that that brings about more pain. I, I want to... Go through it, but give it love and say thank you for showing up and thank you for hurting me. Mm. Because if you didn't show me this, how would I know to dodge it the next time it comes my way? Mm. But yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I think it's got a natural life cycle naturally. Yeah. So it comes up for say five minutes, 10 minutes. It's, however it's, long. However it wants. Your body's got an intelligence of how long it wants to feel it for. Yeah. Then you have to listen to that intelligence to allow it to pass. Otherwise, if we block it or give it a time frame, we're not releasing all of it. And I think we all know the intuitive difference between feeling it and being okay with it and starting to obsess about it, tell mm. yourself stories about it, victimize Create, yourself. Yeah. yeah. And and that as soon as that flicks over, no no no, naughty, naughty. Naughty. <laughs> it's very naughty. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, seriously. But I love that. You yeah. know? I mean, it just makes so much sense. How beautiful. Our bodies actually heal themselves. Mm. Hello, doctors. Do we need you? Yeah, because, in, you know, those extra emergency situations, we do. We yeah. love the fact these people study this <laughs> stuff. But our bodies heal. Our bodies heal. Mm -hmm. Oh, like that. We saw that snake shedding its skin. Oh, we do this. Yeah. We don't do it in the same way. Sexy way. Because <laughs> that was interesting, wasn't it? Uh, but, but we do shed skin. Mm. So you will shed things, people, situations. You're gonna. Sh it's going to change. Like Earth, mm -hmm. she changes. Mm -hmm. Right now, the global warming, whatever this is that we are naming it, she is just going through her natural process, cause and effect. What we are doing, she is giving us an effect, right? Exactly. She's going. Like they said, it was dinosaurs here. They're finding. So okay, if they were here, and they're not here anymore. We have. We do not see them anymore. Earth did something different. The glaciers weren't always ice. It was once just land, right? And something happened, some transition, because Earth regurgitated herself and changed. So we will change. We will heal. We will become ultimately what we're meant to become. Mm. You know, Beautiful. And it's people like you that are facilitating that. 
you're totally facilitating that, helping people, talking about it. It's kind of weird. We're just shaking our shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're, we're good. We're rolling in it. <laughs> I think that that was my calling. I, I always, if my mother was alive, she'll tell. I would cry to her like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be when I grow up. What am I supposed to do? All my friends are this. They're educated, blah, blah, blah. It's going to come to you. Mm. And you, I think, just need to be open for it. Stop looking and allow. I know it sounds weird. How do I not look for what I want to do in life? But I think if we just sometimes let go and not be so hard on ourselves that it'll fall right there and you will trip over it. And you'll mm. be like, oh, wow, mm. wait, mm. I like this. Mm. I mean, I opened up this crystal store, one, because, you know, the process I went through with my mother. But I, it's so crazy. I was once told from a reader five, six years ago that I was going to own a crystal store. I said, girl, please. Why would I do that? It, I mean, that doesn't even make sense. People don't even know what stones are. Okay? <laughs> but look where I am at now. <laughs> and I fought myself. I was beating myself up. I was like, oh my God, all my friends are making six figures and I'm doing nothing. I'm working yet here, there, everywhere. But I was meant to go through those processes. So I think if we just stop and... Stop beating ourselves up. Stop being mean to ourselves, which is a challenge that we will see ourselves to just unfold right before our own eyes. Like, you're, we're going to stop and be like, holy shit. Look at what I'm doing. <laughs> All because I let go. Mm. All because I stop allowing people to have opinions that matter over what I should be doing. I, has, I was the type of person, like, I would come up with amazing, a million ideas. And once I did more research and study and I found out, man, okay, this is not what I really need to be doing. And plus, I'm going to waste a lot of money. People would be like, oh, you always change your mind. Am I wasting your time or money? No, I'm not. So do not be that concerned about me changing my mind. I'm changing my mind for the betterment of me. Then also of you. Because now if I'm moving and flowing in my space... Because you are connected to me, I'm going to be better to you. And you're going to feel that because mm. I'm happy. I'm in joy. Mm. Right? Mm. So I think we will all one day start to be nicer to ourselves, I hope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think if not, are. call me. I'll, I'll teach you how to be nice to yourself. <laughs> right? Well, people can check it out, The Lotus Den, on Instagram. Or what's the best place yeah, to it, On Instagram, I'm The Lotus Den Chicago. Uh, my website is under construction because I'm a one-woman show. <laughs> <laughs> you already get an office for people to Man. work for you there. Well, well, yeah, I'm loving this too yeah. because I'm asking, you know, I do this and the shower is my space and my time to ask for things. So I'm like, please, universe, send me this type of movement. I don't care how I get to this, but I want this. So I tell it and I feel it and then it'd be crazy. I get it. <laughs> Always. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, the website is coming, thelotusden.com. So be patient with me, but she's on her way. Mm. And I'm, I'm really excited mm. about what I'm going to learn and what I'm going to teach mm. because I am the student and the teacher. Mm -hmm. Don't be a naughty kid. <laughs> <laughs> learn your lessons. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you, though, Jeremy. I love Seriously, you too. I love yeah. this. I love that you're doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's an absolute pleasure talking to you and thanks for everything you shared yes. and thanks for being so open and vulnerable oh. and telling, telling me your story. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Your story. Thank you for having me and, yeah. and I hope this goes and reaches millions of people, all, every podcast you do. Mm. Blessings on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love and light. Mm -hmm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>